How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What up, Will? What up? Coming in flexing, dude. <laughs> Coming in flexing. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That is my boy, Will. And this is where we talk everything mixed martial arts and life. Anything that life throws her away. The boy does his throw. <laughs> hey, but for anybody that's joining us for the first time, uh, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. goes a long way. And if you don't like watching on YouTube or watching on Spotify, you can also listen through, what is it, uh, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are found pretty much. But you can also join us on social media, I think. You think? I think. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'll <laughs> confirm that. I'll confirm that theory. Oh, it's nice. uh, at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch, everywhere. Story of the Fight everywhere. Everywhere. And if you're like, hey – I don't remember where to find these guys. I think storyofthefight.com, right? Storyofthefight.com we'll takes you we'll to all the you. links. All the links, yeah. yeah. Little by little, we get there. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Regen, man. Good morning. Uh, but yeah, hey, night of fights. Night of night fights. fights. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was which which UFC Vegas was this? I'm, I'm losing 64. track. 64. 64. I think it's UFC Fight Night 214, is what I saw in here as well. It's, it's, Dude, a lot it's of like. Nights. All these fight nights, it's like back when they were on Fox, back now it's ESPN, and, you know, it's just, I don't know. Who knows? They can, <laughs> they can say any number, and, like, would anybody even realize if it was wrong or right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but, uh, hey, so we had Amanda Lemos versus Marina Rodriguez. A couple Brazilians going at it in the main event. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can go and get started talking about the fights if you want to, unless you have anything yeah. else that's on your mind. No. <laughs> let's let's get into it then let's get into it so uh like i said we had amanda lemos versus marina rodriguez in the main event uh marina uh, somebody that i have enjoyed watching fight dude uh her footwork you know her ability to get in and out lemos has been a little bulldozer this is this is volume versus power you know volume classic was. classic matchup yeah classic matchup. and then lemos said <laughs> Or check out these takedowns too. I know, right? So, okay, so it, they start off the fight. I feel like there's a lot of respect shown between the two, right? Yeah, Couple first round kicks. was definitely feeling out. Let's process. make sure we maintain our distance, you know. And then uh, it was like a really big feeling out process. Well, I think I think what it is is Lamos was like, okay, because of Rodriguez's style, I'm not gonna put too much energy into this first round because she's going to mm. keep going at, at a, a high pace for the whole fight. So I need to conserve my energy in this first round. And then Rodriguez was like, man, Lemos counters super strong. So I can't just like jump right into my one twos and my jab. She's going to counter me super hard. And then there was really nothing that happened. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> somebody would throw a punch and the other person would counter and they'd take mm. a step back and be like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why I'm, I'm playing on the outside. A little then, hesitant. So up the first round. <laughs> Lemos attempts the uh, takedown, but Marina Rodriguez is the one that ends up on top. Do you think she did enough to win that first round? Because it was so like... The first round's a toss-up, honestly. It's a toss-up. I don't even know. The, the first round is is an example of why there should be 10-10 rounds. You know? It's ah. in the scorecards. 10-10 rounds are, are a thing. We just literally... I don't remember the last time we had one, but 
how do you really give an edge to uh, either of them in that first round? What did they yeah, actually I, score? What did the judges actually score? Do you know? No, no, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't go through and dig into that first round afterwards. But I was just curious to ask you. Yeah. Uh, as to I how had you had an answer. <laughs> yeah, you're like I don't know, dude. Ten ten. <laughs> Thanks, <Will. laughs> uh, Okay, so so two judges that, gave it to Rodriguez. One gave it to Lemos. Okay. Could just, okay. could just be a ten ten. Second round, Lemos comes out, gets a takedown. You see, like uh, the picture that Rich put up right now, mm-hmm. uh, Marina in some serious trouble. Okay, uh, and Lemos got to show off some ground game, which we don't get to see too often because she usually just yeah. bulldozing people. Well, it was kind of a weird trip. She landed on the on the fence, right? She kind of tripped Marina, and she kind of just like ended up in like turtle position and just kind of like stayed there for a sec instead of like springing right back up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was not like a scramble position where she like really tried to get back up. She just kind of accepted that position for a sec. And Lemos was like, oh, okay, I'll just hop on. Because uh, she didn't follow her down with the trip, right? She just kind of dumped her and then jumped on her after. So yep. it's kind of weird. And it, and it kind of felt like that the whole fight for Rodriguez. It seemed like she was she was missing like that like explosion. You know what I mean? Like when she was throwing her jab, she was throwing it kind of slow. And then Lemos could counter it. When she got dumped like that, she just kind of stayed there. She didn't spring right back up or even really attempt to. It's like she was missing, like, like she never really got into gear, it seemed like. And mm. Lemos did. Lemos is so explosive that it's like she just kept, uh, I mean, anytime Marina would commit to something, it was like labored. And Lemos was like that fast twitch, cracking her on it, you know, Ta- yep. uh, taking the back. And then even when she was trying to threaten with the choke, it was like, immediate neck crank even it's like i don't have it under the chin but i'm just gonna turn your head as hard as i can and i don't know rodriguez just never really like got into second gear it seemed like yeah, you see yeah, that yeah. Too? And then, well i kind of just saw it from the first round because i'm used to seeing marina start off a lot faster too uh yeah, with her boxing. yeah. Mm-hmm. um and then going Shout into H-O-B the third hey hlb comer joining us thanks region and hlb comer man a couple real ones here joining us yeah. uh but so in the third right you have he said, uh, terrible stoppage. Let them be Xena Warriors. Where are all the feminists now? I demand CTE equality. <laughs> there we go, man. There we go. And then, so. He also what says, ends up what's up, boys? Where are the sweet Ramiro ears? Can we get some feet or indulge in any other fetishes? Let's bring the sexy back fishes. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. Dude. I have to keep the headphones on, on this time. <laughs> hey, so uh, back to the fight. In the third round. We have by this time, like you said, Lemos had gone going a lot more. She looked like she was in rhythm more. The yeah. counters were on point. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have Marina that kind of faints with the left and then throws the right. And before she can get the left faint back in, Lemos lands a big shot, like big right shot. above her forehead. Mm-hmm. And you could see Marina gets hobbled right away. You know who know who else saw that? Yeah, the ref. <laughs> And Lemos. And, Lemos. and oh, she yeah. just absolutely goes off, man, and starts landing shots on Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. I have to agree with HLB Comer here. I did not agree with the stoppage. Uh, hands up. She was kind of trying to bob and weave a little bit, kind of, sort of. Um, I, I don't know. I thought she could have you could let it go a little bit longer. I've been in the camp of what HLB Comer's talking about, right, where um, – like, I do agree that women's MMA gets stopped way sooner. Way faster. Way sooner. It's just, 
It has been. Who 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 called it out the first time? Was it Aspen Lad who called it out? I don't remember. I think it was Aspen Lad who called it out, and it was like, oh wow, I never really even thought about that. But yeah, it definitely women's MMA gets stopped way quicker. In this situation, I still think this was a good stoppage just by body language alone. Rodriguez was not trying to bob and weave. She got cracked the first time. She stood up straight, kind of covered up, and turned her head away and just kind of accept. I mean, she the body language alone is, I give up. I, you know, what happened? Well, the same thing. Michael Chandler did it back in Bellator. Uh, he got cracked. Who is it against? Will Brooks, I think, where he like went like that and like turned away. And I was like, what? But but that's what, uh, I mean, that's almost what Rodriguez did. I because at first I thought I think she was stunned like, for sure. So early. The way that she took steps back, the way that yeah, she, you could definitely Dude, see she was stunned in the way that she looked she out. Turned away. She turned her her her. She still was framed up, and she turned her head away from her. That's not intent. Mm. The rule is you don't stop the fight when someone's out. You stop the fight when they're not intelligently defending themselves. I, I'll have to Standing watch it again and turning your head away is not intelligently defending yourself. I'll, I'll have to watch it again because there's a part where she was up against the fence and I remember her, her hands being up. All I know is mm-hmm. that I've seen fights go on a lot longer with that's, that. I've seen fighters hurt definitely. a lot more than that. Where that's we not, let them yeah. continue fighting. And I, I still think that who, who knows? Because if you go back and take a look at it, they showed the slow motion replay. I don't know how many Watching times right now last night. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it, I, I want to say Amanda Lamos oh, connected bad, with dude. like one right. But yeah. outside of that, nothing else was solid on there. Yeah, nothing else was solid, but I just rewatched it again. She goes back, turns this way, and is like this, getting battered uh-huh. back and forth. Not really landing, but she's getting swung around with the punches. She turns this way, and then instead, when she turns back around, she goes, oh, never mind, and turns back this way. She literally turns uh, away twice. It's, and then she complains about the stoppage, but it's like, dude, you can't turn away. It's, it, I don't know. Was it so stopped sooner? Not, if, you, if these were dudes, you try to clinch or try to clinch, shoot, shoot for it, like grab a leg. You know, I mean, obviously, it's like it's way easier said than done, right? If Lamos yeah. was doing that to me, I'd probably do the same shit. You know what I mean? But um, I would have dropped down. I would have dropped away, down and be like, "I'm good." <laughs> yeah, but to turn, but to turn away twice and then complain about the, deci- the, the decision to stop it. What if these were men? Would it have been stopped there? I probably not. Should it have been? Probably. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, who did you have on points? Uh, the only clear round was the second round. If and if that round continued, Lamos had that round also, so it would have been two two rounds for Lamos. The the first round, it's is a toss up. It's a yeah. toss up. Yep, but uh, I mean, Lamos has been on a tear now, man. You know, and uh, taking yeah. a look at what is this four fights in a row or? Uh, no, she just she oh, lost to uh, yeah, she lost to who Andrade? Jessica Andrade. Standing arm, the standing arm triangle. She was so sick. Um, yeah. yeah, but this is a very big win. This is her biggest win by far, right? Yeah. Up until I mean, this, I believe, she had the uh, win against Angela Hill. Marina but, Rodriguez was ranked third going into this. Lamos yeah. was ranked seventh. <clears throat> so this catapults her and puts her at least into that number three spot, I think. Um, yeah. You know so what, what you do? do? With her next? You got Zhang Wei Li fighting for the belt. Uh against Carla Sparza, Thug Rose cannot just sit around, in my opinion, and get a title shot after the winner of that. So, uh, Rose Namajunas versus uh, versus Lemos. Uh, Lemos would be sick. That's a that's the number one contender fight, in my opinion. 
Yeah, if you're just going Drage, you're probably thinking like, hey, I I'm still here, right? But I mean, we've already seen just gone Drage versus most of these other women in the top uh, of the exactly. division. So. And she's already booked against Lauren Murphy, which, you know, yep. great fight, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, H.W. Comer says, uh, off topic, but not really. Did you see the, this fight where the chick won and then jumped on the cage and showed her tits? Uh, yeah, that was what? Ty Emery in Bare Knuckle FC, BKFC? Bare Knuckle. Was it, is that who it was? Dude, that, that organization, man. <laughs> Something I, to think I guess about there, there Dana. Was a, there was this... Uh, bare knuckle again last night and apparently the uh ceo had to get involved in some scuffle did you see that i did not but all of that staged though you know what i mean dude i don't know man so <laughs> they, they get this guy it happens every event what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> this guy apparently does uh two two intentional hell but uh headbutts yeah gets dq'd i guess they're interviewing him the dude starts going after the guy interviewing him and filming then gets involved with like a takedown or something like that. And I'm like, what is going on, man? This is just, just... want to showcase his grappling, dude. He's been training. I guess. <laughs> He's been training. <laughs> Put it in the man hours. That works. Put it in the man hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but right. yeah, I think um, uh, Andrade, she's fighting. Um, Andrade is fighting Lauren Murphy. I'm guessing that's at 125, right? Yeah, that's at 125. So it's like, what division is is uh, Andrade even going to stay in? Because she's kind of bounced back and forth between them. Yeah, um, she's so, ranked fourth in strawweight and uh, sixth in flyweight. So if she's taking a fight at flyweight right now, then I would assume what I would do at least is um, Lemos gets to jump that line. She just beat Rodriguez. Um, she shouldn't have to fight Andrade again. She just lost to her, but Andrade is somewhere else. So in my opinion, Andrade is almost giving up that spot. And like you said, she's already fought everybody at the top there, anyways. So yeah, Doug Rose versus Alamos would be would be awesome. It'd be a great fight. Let's do it. Let's do it. New blood there in the top exactly. three. I like Let it. Them in. All right. Uh, anything else on the uh, main event? Not really. There are some quick Sh fights. shout out to Lamos. Yeah, shout out to Lamos for uh, coming and getting it done. She she had a hard time even getting into the country. So Ooh. coming into work is already at a Found disadvantage. A yeah. Found a way. All right. Found a way. Well, before that, we had a Neil Magny versus Daniel Rodriguez, D-Rod. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, the first r official loss that should be acknowledged by D-Rod. Because, <laughs> mm. I mean, he lost to Nicholas Dalby, but, like, he didn't actually, you know? Uh, yeah. Dude, that's what it is. HW Comer says Lamos looks like Halle Berry. That's totally what it is. Uh, I've, been, I've been like, especially that yeah, last picture that it. was just showed. I see. I was it. like, man, it looks so much like somebody. Yeah. Yep. I it's see. There. It. I see it for sure. Thank you. That's been on the like Which the tip of my mind. Is it like Swordfish, Halle Berry, or I don't know? Maybe <laughs> HW Comer. Catwoman. No. Catwoman. Catwoman. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> Those are basketball yes, skills. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, though. Right? Yeah. Um, this was. A fight where I was like, this is going to tell us a lot about D-Rod and where he's so, at in his yeah. career. First Neil definitive Magny, loss. Yeah, Neil Magny uh, is one of those guys that no matter what year you think about Neil Magny, he's just always been a tough out for anybody that faces him. Yep. And Unless going into this, the, yeah, uh, the first <laughs> round, I thought, well, this was classic Neil Magny, man. The first round was classic mm -hmm. Neil Magny. Clinching takedowns making it super grueling um you know he had that extended left arm out 
the entire time to kind of just maintain that distance yeah. with D-Rod. Yeah, the frame. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, D-Rod kind of tried to uh, break that with the jump in uh, right hook, the yeah. lead right hook, uh, which would cause Manny to drop that a little bit. And then he'd come in with a left after that. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but that first round I thought was clearly Magny. It's a clear Magny round, and he does. He's so good at uh, D Rod made the adjustment eventually, but in this in the first round at least, Neil Magny does such a great job just his setups alone, right? Because he'll show some things, and he'll really cover the distance with his feet. He's not sticking his chin out there. He's not leading with his chin, and then it forces you to move away, right? And D Rod wasn't circling. He would just move straight back, and then Neil Neil would be able to pressure him against the cage and just do that. Neil Magny grind, you know? Um, And then the second round, I thought, first round was a textbook Neil Magny round. Second round, textbook Textbook Daniel Rodriguez. That jab, Neil Magny was like, that same same frame, right, that he was doing was just getting punished by the jab. And it took him a while to adjust. He wasn't trying to slip the jab. He wasn't trying to counter the jab. He was just eating it over and over and over again. D-Rod, that jab is so damn good. Um, and eventually, but he eventually he did uh, counter it. But every time that he would try to do that blitz again against D Rod, he would be able to evade it much better. And then as soon as Neil would stop, he'd hit him with that jab. And then it was just that for the whole round. He looked fantastic, and he hurt him. I think he hurt him in the in the second round, right? Second round, yeah. It looked like it wobbled him a little bit, just a little bit. You know, had yeah. to take a step back too. And I think D Rod saw it also. He was very aggressive. D Rod, I felt like was being very successful when he uh, would blitz in and. The thing is, when he blitz in, he he knew he was going to get a shot. Yeah, yeah. But he was willing to take one to try to give two or three. So mm-hmm. whenever he blitz in and and put you know a string, maybe two or three punches together, I felt like yeah. he was getting some success where at least one of those would land, like this one that you see here that Rich uh, put the picture up of. Um, yep. And then we get into the third round. And then it's a classic Neil Magny round, <laughs> <laughs> which is almost which is the most impressive part of it, right? Because if you if you you win the first round, great, you imposed your will, your game plan, all this stuff. But then the tide gets turned against you in the second. That's the other really, team makes the really, adjustment. Yeah, that's really really hard to then adjust. And then to you that make the adjustment and turn it back. Winning rounds one and three are that's the hardest way to win. That is by far the hardest way to win. Easiest is one and two. Second easiest is two and three. One and three is that's impressive. And then on top of that, he's like, I'm not even going to let him have the chance on the scorecards like he did with the leech, and I'm just going to choke him out. <laughs> yeah man uh and it was very smooth the way that he was able to sink in it was the darts right yeah uh, he set it up so he set it up standing yeah he set up standing and by the time he even dragged him down uh it was already locked in yeah it was over and d-rod was such long lanky arms man like just yeah. look at how tight that is right there on that picture yeah seriously and it's oh like my god he uh with all the mat returns in this third round he really sapped the gas tank out of d-rod you could tell anytime D-Rod was able to get back up, he's taking like a deep breath and then he's back on the ground. And it's like Neil Magny, man. He's just, if, he's if you so let him good, get into man. his groove, it is, you can't stop him. Where's Neil Mag- uh, Magny ranked right now? I think they were is 13 and 14 in this fight. Yeah. I believe they were 13 and 14. Yeah. Magny was 13. D-Rod was 14. Neil Magny makes history. He passes GSP with uh, most wins at welterweight of all time. Wow, he's been doing it for a while, man. Doing it for a long time. HLB Comer says, I guess they uh, asked him about it in the interview, and he was like, well, man, I'm no GSP, you know? Yeah. 
Very cool guy. He's not wrong. Uh, H.W. Comer <laughs> says, Magni came in motivated. He acknowledged that he had too much on his plate for his previous fight and really took time to prepare properly, and it showed. Yeah, because going up against someone like Shakvat, everybody knows now, right? But he was still kind of a mystery. Like, is he running through these guys because he's elite, or is it because he's fighting guys who aren't, like, the elite of the elite? And uh, Magni took that fight. Shout out Magni, too, because he was calling out Hamza on his way up, calling out Shakvat. He's no, like, he'll take the fight. He doesn't shy away. He does not. When we have other fighters that that will say, I'd rather not fight for six or eight months. You got Neil Magny as a dog, man. Just as, yeah, Yeah. whoever. Oh, that guy's pretty good right now? Yeah, throw him my way. Oh, you guys think he's hyped? What happens if I take him out? And then he usually fails that test, but you got (laughs) to respect him for, uh... (laughs) Hey, the respect is there, nonetheless. 100%. Even D-Rod said, hey, if you beat Magny, it's off to the races. Yeah, because like I said, if you, if you beat want him, to be considered elite, you need yeah. to beat Neil Magny. Yeah, which is kind of like Magny's like you're calling me the gatekeeper, bro. You're calling yeah. me the gatekeeper, but at the same time, it's kind of like a compliment, man. Because I feel like uh, Magny's still considered one of those elite fighters. You know, like you got to be able to beat yeah. him to be able to be considered elite. So I mean, since since 2014, the only guys he's lost to are Damian Maya, Lorenz Larkin, who I thought was actually really good in his UFC run, uh, RDA. Ponzinibbio, Kiesa, and Rachmanov. So, like, he's never lost to anybody who's, like, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's always – he's been in there. And he's he has some really good wins, too. I mean, he's been in there with the who's who, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, All been, right. Well, it's been a long D-Rod, career for him, too. D-Rod will be back. Uh, does he fall out of the top 15? No, right? Um, Welterweight is so bad that probably not. <laughs> You know, he stays in there. Maybe a D-Rod. Uh, well, who does Michelle Pajeda have? Uh, yeah, who knows? Have a, he, yeah, I he's, don't know. He beat uh, Ponzinibbio in May. He doesn't have anything lined up. That'd be a fun matchup. At least not officially yet. A couple fun strikers in there. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how D-Rod handles somebody that like unorthodox, you know? Yep. All right. Because D-Rod is so, such the opposite of an unorthodox, you know? Standard boxing. Yep. Jabs. Shout out Tony. What's up, hey. Tony? Sunday morning with the boys. Fights with the boys. All right, man. Hey, we can move on to the next one. Uh, Tony uh, Tony has joined us. Uh, for Tony's Yeah, I know this is the one fighter. he wanted got, to hear. Uh, yeah. Norton Becky uh, <laughs> versus Derek Minner. Yes. Controversy with this one, huh? Oh, talk to me. So, okay. Fight starts, right? Minner comes out, throws the body kick. Immediately is in pain. Yeah. Takes a couple steps back. He's like, I'm going to throw it again. Throws it again. Like right away. Yeah, throws it again. In more pain now. Falls down. Uh, <laughs> gets brutalized. Covers up. Should have been stopped way earlier. If they were, if Should've. this was women's MMA, it would have been stopped as soon as I was going to say floor, that was Marina but... Rodriguez. As soon yeah, as yeah. she sat down, it would have been stopped. Yeah. Uh, takes a battering. Is pretty much just in the fetal position blocking. There's the kick. Already in pain. You know? Yep. Looks like he's the one getting kicked. But uh, <laughs> So, yeah. So, so the fight's over. Abs. Yeah, the fight's over in one minute. Probably could have been stopped 30 seconds in, um, but whatever. Clearly, I mean, that's body language right there. Um, if you look at the betting lines, let me see if I can pull this up really quick. Seems like a lot of people knew about this injury right before the fight started, and the betting mm. lines definitely reflected it. Mm. And uh, I think James Krause is his coach, who's also a known degenerate gambler. Uh, so I don't, 
I don't know if maybe uh, his boy maybe leaked that or something, but uh, definitely some controversy there. Kind of like the TJ thing, right? He goes in with the torn shoulder already. He's dislocating a bunch of times. And uh, you know he told somebody. Somebody yeah. knew about that and made some money off that. Rough. I'll pull Rough. up the... Uh, the hey, James uh, Krause. Picture. Next time you got info like that, haul at your boy, you know? I know. What the hell, man? You liked our post I'll on Instagram. You won't give us these betting tips? <laughs> hey, uh, Rich, I just, put, I just put a photo in the chat, Rich. Um, but it's interesting, man. Definitely yeah. word spread about this before the fight. <laughs> uh, HLB Comer says so many injuries lately. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, there has been. Yeah. Who knows what's going on, but a lot of people are getting injured. But this had to be a, a previous injury, you know, because when he tries to kick Norton Becky the first time, he barely, like, really, he barely connected with his toes, like the top of his yeah. foot toes. I thought he, he broke his toe back, or something on the replay. Me too. I was like, oh, he broke his toe. I was like, it had to have been his toe because that's yeah. the part that made contact. And when only you part see him stepping back, <laughs> holding his knee, and I was like, okay, wait a second. And like the maybe, decision maybe, to throw it again is just so. I wonder what was going through his mind about that. He's like, look, if the UFC is going to pay for my knee to be fixed, it better be jacked. Yeah. So let me kick this. That hurt. Let me kick it again. But it, now it's I really jacked. Who was it on the commentary? Someone on the commentary team. Um, they said, uh, what did they say? They, they were like, he probably wanted to see if it was actually hurt or how bad it actually was when he threw it. But then you see that that the betting line shifted drastically before. So like he knew, so like, then why did you throw it twice? Like, it's just yeah. kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This, this, uh, this was weird. It was super weird. Yeah. Super, super weird. Uh, I don't know. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully that team over there in Kansas is rolling in the dough now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right, hold on. Let me see. Uh, the link's not working for Rich. I forgot that I can share my screen too. Give me one second. All right. It's it's kind of weird. Is it the betting lines? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. So that's the dates, right? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> wow. That's before the fight. So something happens. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. Thanks, DraftKings. Thanks, DraftKings. Thanks, uh, James Krause. <laughs> all right uh now that we're uh done hey, but, uh, do about... we have a doctor problem in the ufc you think i mean all these people getting cleared with like obvious like serious injuries like what the hell's going on i mean we, we uh, heard uh toasty talk about it right it's like it depends on the doctor it depends on the uh mm -hmm. the commission sometimes they come in and just talk to you and don't check anything the other times they yeah you know they'll, they'll check your joints or whatever but uh man who knows it seems like the doctors also want the fights to happen, which you know what, I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> I think you if the doctors really bit, cared, James Krause. Yeah, <laughs> I think if the doctors really cared, there'd be a lot less fights that happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, dude, that's true. And you know, fighters say all the time, "Hey, for any fighter to go in 100% healthy, no injuries, it's super rare." Yeah, it's super rare. So, yeah. all right, man. It's uh, becomes this Bisping fought with one eye for how long? That should tell us enough. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. But although that new like glossy cover that he got makes it look pretty legit, so who knows? Maybe you just throw that one on whenever the doctors are going. Yeah, take the other one off. All right, uh, let me see. Uh, before that, we had Ulam Bekov versus Manus. Man, feel bad for Nate. 
he was like, I'm going to make it down to flyweight. It was like this whole big thing. It was like a, a struggle for him. He did put in so much work. You could tell he did it the right way. You know, he doesn't look like, uh, like a skeleton and, um, and just to get ran through in his flyweight debut. Yeah. Like here's your debut and here's Ulenbekov. Yeah. And Ulenbekov, uh, I saw, I saw a comment that said something like Ulenbekov probably took out the frustration of that Tim Elliott fight and just put it all into this one. Cause remember he lost that Tim Elliott fight where Tim yeah. Elliott like literally cheated like every single way possible. <laughs> and he won. Yeah. And then he comes out in this one, that takedown that he landed, he, he closes the distance, drops the single leg, pulls the single leg, has the GSP Hendricks, right? The slide, where yep. you're on one foot, you slide. That's awesome. Pulls it, and then as soon as he starts pulling it, steps through, gets the trip. I mean, it was beautiful. It was so sick. And then uh, the finish was was gnarly. Dude, the finish was awesome, man. I yeah. You know, for me, I was just I, – I watched that transition. I rewind, uh, rewinded it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see uh, Manus put his feet up to try to push off uh, when Ulenbekov postures up and he grabs his ankles and as he's pushing off, he lifts and moves off to the side. Yeah. Allows the scramble. Manus ends up in north-south. He continues scrambling. And then he, like, gets up on all fours trying to, like, get back up. And he wasn't slouching, man. Like, he was trying to do it yeah. quickly. Like, he was trying to be explosive. And Ulenbekov was like, no, no, no. He's like, I got it. <laughs> he got it, man. I'll come up with you. He got it. <laughs> and it was just, it was an the awesome crank. guillotine, man. The crank that he put on it, they're like, look how high his elbow is. Like, that was so nasty, man. So nasty. And uh there I mean, is. look at that. Jeez Louise. Yeah, that that's shout out to Tyone. Is that Tyone? Probably. Why do you gotta be there? He's right in there. Look, he, he is <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> it's awesome. I gotta do no, it was, hands. <laughs> again, that was a perfect setup for the guillotine man and just uh, yeah. a lot of props to Ulan Bekov. He's a uh, AKA, yeah. right? Is he at AKA? I'm pretty sure I didn't know that. AKA. He's fighting out of Russia. Him. He's not fighting out of San Jose. No. Okay. Tapology doesn't maybe. list him at AKA, but maybe. Maybe he's worked out of there before. But yeah. uh, what wasn't Javier Mendez in his corner? I didn't see. I mean, he is he is from Dagestan, so uh, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's at least trained at AKA. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Javier Mendes was in his corner. He was giving him props, and they were kind of laughing about how uh, uh, Nurmagomedov went up against uh, Mendes but couldn't finish him. He's like, yeah, well, he he showed me how to finish him. That's why. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so respectful with each other over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything else? Nope. Back in the we'll one move column on there. to the next one. We had a uh, – I was super impressed with this next performance, man. We had uh, Grant Dawson versus Mark Matson, The Olympian Mark Matson. Yeah. I was impressed with the third round up until the, here's how I went. So first round, 20 seconds in Dawson gets dropped, just a flash knockdown. Um, mm -hmm. And then jumps on the single leg, eats some shots from Madsen uh, on the single leg, but eventually gets it out, wrestles him, takes his back, sits in the backpack for the whole round. Second round takes him down, stays on top, lands like 10 punches maybe for the whole round. And then I was like, man, in between the second and third rounds, I was like, Dawson, you gotta, you gotta do more on the ground. Like, you cannot go like two minutes in between punches when you're on top and you're dominating on top. Like, you gotta do more. And then the third round, it's like he heard me and it was like, "You want more?" And then just came out Bangkok more. ready and just tore up Madsen's leg and just 
put the pressure on him. And uh, yeah, I, and I think HLB Comer says finally couldn't stand the ego of Matson guy. Grant flex on him, and I think that's why I was so impressed with uh, Dawson, right? Because uh, Matson being an Olympian wrestler, and but they always say MMA wrestling is different from you know yeah. your standard like uh, point wrestling. Uh, MMA jiu-jitsu is different from your regular competition jiu-jitsu. And, and well, I mean, with Madsen, yeah, he's an Olympian, all this stuff, and he does have that kind of like ego stuff. But I picked Dawson going into this one because, like you said, Dawson has MMA wrestling. Madsen is like 40 years old and has a split decision win over Clay Guida. Like the yeah. wrestling did not translate to MMA for him. It just didn't. Yeah. So I was like, I know he's going to want to grapple with Dawson, but Dawson's just going to outgrapple him. You know, so now that gives Madsen his first loss. Uh, Dawson only has one loss, too, at 19 and one, man. Undefeated in D- the U.S. Dawson's legit, man. Dawson is legit. I, like I said, I was trying to, I was a little, I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not really on the hype train. Uh, after the second round, there's like no threats of finishes, it's just control. I mean, it, it just wasn't doing much for me. And then he came out in the third round and made me shut up. <laughs> you know that third round from yeah. Dawson. It was, I mean, it was money. It's like it's like he was like, I got the first two rounds. I'm just gonna go out here and have fun. And then, I mean, those leg kicks, those calf kicks that he was landing, yep. dropped him twice with calf kicks. And then, I mean, it was a nasty round from <laughs> from Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, so, but uh, I mean, for uh, for that second round, he had four minutes and thirty seconds of of ground control, and he landed six significant strikes mm. you got to do more than that yeah yeah for sure but he, he did but what he, he had did. to do man he but did what he, he had did to do more do. than and that he, once it got yeah. to the third so Absolutely. yeah you gotta give him credit hey give him a chance right will let him get warmed up bro and i wanted and i want to say too like obviously he probably was hyper focused on the control in the second round because madsen's an olympian and he didn't want to give yep. him anything no opportunities um so uh, it is what it is yeah yeah exactly but yeah i'm excited to see him next um another wrestler at lightweight he's got to be breaking into the rankings man it's impossible at lightweight (laughs) unless he gets matched up yeah (laughs) will was not impressed with his performance gsp voice i don't know man like the first and second round i mean when he had the backpack in the first round he was not he wasn't even really attacking for chokes it looked like he just wanted the control um I don't know. The first two rounds didn't impress me nearly as much as the third round. But ultimately, I am impressed because of that third round. Um, yeah, I don't know. He needs to fight somebody like Thiago Moises, like the only guy who fights down, but he's got a fight booked. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see what's next for him. But uh, either way, I think he's going to be breaking in here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll uh, go on to the next one. We're going to start skipping some fights here for uh, the sake of time. I think we're covering all but two. Uh, so we're gonna go to Mario Mario Bautista versus Benito Lopez. Bautista's fun. He's so Such fun to watch. So yeah. well rounded. Yeah. Way, Benito Lopez, who he reminds me of somebody like an old fighter. I yeah. I can't remember who. Like I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, just like his whole kind of demeanor and like the whole the way, just his like his face, his hair, like everything. Like yeah. something about him reminds me of an older fighter, and I just can't remember who it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, like I don't an OG. know. Okay. Yeah, I well, got. Uh, I get it too, though. Yeah, as soon as I figure it out, which I'm going to text and be like, "Dude, I figured it out." But yeah. uh, dude, or so HLB much power is going to come out and be like, "It's Halle Berry." Yeah. 
<laughs> That's who it is. Catwoman. Uh, but so much power behind everything he was throwing. The the right hook and then going left to the body, and then he'd come up and go right hook, and then he'd go double A takedown, and then like uh the three piece to the body. It was that's just something a that, performance. Man. That's something that he's always had, right? His combos are just so sharp. HLB Comer says uh, Lopez did not believe in ring rust, but ring rust believed in Lopez. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, Bautista, you can't start slow with him because once he gets on a roll, he's just going to – when he's firing on all cylinders, you don't know what's coming at you. Like you said, it's 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 body shots. It's coming up top. It's hooks. It's straight punches. It's takedowns. Uh, and then all of a sudden, submission threats. I mean, Lopez just looked completely overwhelmed. He just really had no answers, you know? Yep, and then uh, they they end up in the ground, on the ground, right? Such a cool transition. Uh, reverse triangle, and then he, he was landing a bunch of elbows from that position, too. Was this the one that he, he tried a straight arm, bar, arm lock, too, from Crucifix? Uh, from Mounted Crucifix? One? Was that this fight? The, ba, 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 ba. No, I want to say that was Hadley. Was it? No, no, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. It was Bautista. So it cool. Was. You rarely I, see actually, that. actually, it's in my notes. Oh. So I don't know why. <laughs> I, see, I need to start taking notes. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So it was definitely him, man. But uh, I, I was super impressed with yeah, that performance. Yeah, very impressed. But she said it kind of always does Leonard that, Garcia? though. Leonard Garcia? That's what is it that? is. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> it was that in your notes? Me so much. No. No. <laughs> I was like, dude, who? I, I was trying to think back, and I was like, what's the time? And I was like, you know what? It's 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 the guy that – uh. Fought Korean Zombie. And so I looked up Korean Zombie right now. I was like, dude, that's who it is, Leonard Garcia. Yeah. Well, how about Bautista, man? This is uh, a nice uh, cap to the year for him, dude. This is his third win, two submissions. That's pretty great. That's a pretty good year. It's a good year. Yeah, we still got another one. And against some names, too, man. Uh, Jay Perrin, Brian Kelleher, and then uh, now Lopez. Kind of a step down from Kelleher, in my opinion. But um, to get another finish on the year, right right before the end of the year. Again, there's another month left. Let's go. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Lisa, lock one in. Come let's on. Let's go for four. Why not? All right. Uh, let's go on to the next fight now. Holy and uh, we have. I know Viana versus Fry. Yeah, a good stoppage in MMA. I might be in love. Yeah, I know. Genuine Fry is like totally your type. No, wait, hold on, hold on, time out, dude. That's not. That's fine, dude. About. It's fine. It's fine. Juliana Viana is who I was talking about. Uh, yeah, dude. Coming in, first off, absolute smoke show, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's going into this fight, and the thing, I was like, dude, Pauliana Viana, come on. What, what, do, what do I know that name from again? And I remember the Kobe? she was getting mugged in Brazil. Oh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was getting mugged in Brazil, and she got beat up, or he, she beat up the dude that was trying to mug her. Yeah, broke his arm too, like, I think, that's, right? That's what uh, – I don't know. I just remember reading it. I think uh, we have the picture there, uh, Rich. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was really close yeah. to me. So I thought if it's a gun, he won't have time to draw it. So I stood up. I threw two uh, punches and a kick. He fell. Then I caught him in the rear naked choke. <laughs> and I sat him down in the same place we were before and said, now we'll wait for the police. Dude, how <laughs> badass is that? Man? I know, dude. How badass is that? And then she goes on and she treats Genu Fry like she's about to try to mug her. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the guy will say it was worth it. <laughs> HB Comer. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I picked I picked Viana in this one. I thought she was going to win. I, I knew, well, I knew. 
I, th- I thought she was going to finish her, but I, I, I imagine she was going to submit her. Um, mm. And I think Ginny Fry kind of didn't respect the striking a little bit because she came in a little bit more like open. Um, she does now. And, yeah, yeah, she does now. Uh, if she remembers. But oh, yeah, she came in and just wide open. And then there was there was a time where she threw a, like a barrage and Viana just kind of stepped back and caught her with one. And I was like, oh, no. Like, this is not going to go well. Like, <laughs> she's going to keep getting hit. And then the next combo, she does the same exact thing. She blitzed in. She steps back. Bam, switches stances. The follow-up shots drops her and, and lands the hammer fist on the side just out cold. That was beautiful. Well, if back, you go back to the last right picture, Rich, uh, go back to the one where she's throwing the knee. This one right here. So this mm-hmm. is where Fry initially tried to come in with that right. Viana lands that knee right to the chest, and you see Fry take a step back. Yeah. She's like, oh, damn, wasn't expecting that one. And then right after that, she tried to blitz in before Viana landed that that crazy-ass combo. Dude, mm-hmm. a thing of beauty, man. Yeah. The thing that I loved, like, when they went back and they showed in slow motion was her her footwork, just walking in. Yeah, walking just... her in as she's throwing punches. She was extremely balanced the entire time. Never lost balance. So if Fry did respond with anything and answer with anything, she wasn't at a position to where she was going to get uh, dropped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just beautiful technique on the way in also. And then, uh, yes, like you said, that all I could picture is Fry with the windows startup music or the <laughs> yeah. down sound, you know? <laughs> and, then she, and then she comes, lands a hammer fist, and I hear that sound again. And she lands <laughs> another hammer fist. Because did you notice? Like she tried to sit up, and then she was like, oh, I'm out. And she yeah. tries to sit up again. She goes, oh, I'm out again. And yeah. she stands and up again. I'm like, yeah. And then. Uh, she just looks so confused, <laughs> I, too. Like, in my notes, I put down, like, man, she's just out of it. Looking extremely confused. Miyana goes up and just kisses her forehead. And yeah. walks off, like, with her hands up. And if you see Fry's face as she kisses her forehead, she's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Like, were we fighting? Why yeah. is she kissing me? Oh, dude. Oh, it, it was rough, man. It was rough. So, um, shout out HLB Comer in the comments. Maybe we don't put that one on the screen, but because we're a family <laughs> show, but but I respect the comment. Classic. All right. But, uh, uh right. but yeah, that was a good one. Ginny Fry probably retired at this point, you know, fell to 11 yeah. and 8, 37 years old. It's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, it was it's a little rough. So she lost to your girl, Vanessa Demopoulos, before that. Um, by the way, I know you follow her Instagram, but Vanessa Demopoulos recently in a, um, a sumo wrestling match. Uh, so I'm sure you probably want to go back and see that one. Oh, that's before the one that, that she should have won that, though. That split decision, she, she actually should have won that fight. I thought you were talking about uh, the sumo match. Uh, <laughs> but before that, she had beat uh, Gloria DiPaola. Ashley Yoder, and then she's on a two-fight losing streak now after Demopolis and Viana. So, yeah, it's tough. Thirty-seven hey, years old, tough out there. All right, um, the next one we're going to cover, and I believe it's the last one we're going to cover, will be Jake Hadley versus Carlos Candelario. Fun fight, fun fight. It was exhausting to watch, dude. Jake Hadley. This is what I was hoping for when Jake Hadley signed, and then he, you know, he got. Uh, he just got smothered in his UFC debut, but this oh, is we're like actually covering perfect. two fights, two more fights. This one and another one after that. Yeah, th- this fight. Anytime you p- you pair him up with a striker who's just going to go to work with them, it's just going to be fun. And it's not like he blew through him, you know. Like 
Candelario had some good moments. He did land him a couple times, land on him a couple times, made him kind of realize like, oh, I should respect this guy a little bit. Um, good body kicks from Candelario, but Hadley, just once you let him work, man, and he gets in that flow state and he's got that cross guard and he's slipping shots and landing hit, like just so much fun to watch and just nonstop. Yeah. I feel like Candelario had a, a hard time uh, with that, you know, high elbow guard. Yeah. Uh, and you could see him kind of trying to make an adjustment. He started trying to throw the step in elbow to try to mm -hmm. break through that. It, and he did that a few times. That didn't really work. Yeah. And I'm sure, uh, and there's a step in elbow right there, but the uh, the corner uh, going in the second round, I was like, hey, that opens up the body shot sometimes, you know? So if you get, you get mm -hmm. some solid feints in, you could throw a body shot here and there, kick um, and uh, some body kicks. And and it started working from a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The pace. That Hadley had insane. going the entire time. That's what I'm saying. It was exhausting to watch. I got Dude, tired you, of watching it. You look at the stats. Round one, uh, Candelario landed 58 strikes. Hadley landed 50. That's a round one. That's insane. Oh, that no feeling out process. They're just going to war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then the second round. Dawson probably through the entire fight, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then Do or, uh, Hadley, second round, 40 significant strikes. Uh, Candelario, 11. So the tides shifted quick and the takedown, uh, Candelario landed, lands a takedown. Hadley ends up just setting up this triangle and the way he set it up was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. He just, he sets it up, locks him in and then just, he's like, I'm not even going to try to sub you. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to start elbowing you in your forehead and then eventually I'll get it, but I'm just going to keep, I'm not going to worry about the arm. I'm not going to push it this way for an arm where I'm not going to try to get it across for the choke. I'm just going to start landing elbows on you. It was so gnarly. Yeah. So and then gnarly. you hear DC, like if he just moves that right arm over to the side and he's yeah. like, Nope. Elbow. Yeah, elbow, keep elbow. elbow. <laughs> I was like, Oh God. <laughs> so gnarly. Was probably thinking like, bro, just move my arm over, please. Right here. <laughs> it was rough, man. Yeah. Uh, but it was a fun fight. Yeah, two rounds, 90 significant strikes for uh, Hadley. Gnarly. And like, Nuts, man. let's just, you know, he's one of the same guys. I believe his manager is the same as Patty's. Um, maybe not, but they both come from Cage Warriors. And it's like, just let him fight guys like Patty is, has been fighting, you know? Gradual ascension. Gradual ascension, just pair him up with strikers. Like, Do that with my girl Viana too, please. Just gradual ascension. <laughs> I just want to see, I just want to see him work. You know, it's just fun to watch. Yep. Just yeah, hopefully we we'll see him back in soon. All yeah. Right, now, this truly is going to be the last fight we're going to cover. Yeah. For reals, for reals this time. And it was uh, Vidal versus Pasquale. Yeah, it's it's a tough one out there for Pasquale. She misses weight. Uh, and it's like, man, for my picks, I was like, do you pick the guy who missed weight? Also, we should also mention that Grant Dawson missed weight as well. And as a wrestler. I think there was five fighters that missed weight. Yeah. But five when fighters you're, that missed weight for this event. When your game plan is is pressure wrestling and you miss weight, massive advantage. Massive advantage. 100%. Pasquale, not so much. Um, <laughs> she misses weight, and it's like, just go to the body. Go to the body. Go to the body because there's a reason she missed weight. Something's, got, something's up, you know? Um, this was this was her fourth fight in the year. Like, she can make weight, so something's up. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vidal is instead comes in headhunting in the first round. And Pasquale is just lighting her up with straight punches <laughs> every yep. time she got close. Everything she that just... <laughs> Vidal was throwing was like off to the side. And then yeah. Pasquale was like, okay, just straight down the middle. Just, just down lighting the middle. you up straight down the pipe. And I was like, oh, man, this is 
this is uh because that's something that Pasquale usually does. She gets cracked and then she starts hooking, right? She's like yep. her arms are just stuck like this and she's turning her whole torso when she's punching. But instead of this one, she's moving back and she's landing straight punches. And I was like, ooh, that's some good work. And then the second round, Vidal was like, I'm just gonna light you up to the body. <laughs> so oh, nasty. That flying knee, man. Yeah. She just switched in midair, you know? Well, she because she lands the knee in the tie clinch. She lands the left knee. They they separate. And then she runs at her for the flying knee. And then she's like, just kidding. Straight to the chest. <laughs> and oh it just God, shuts it her brutal. down. Shuts her down. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Early stoppage because of women's MMA? Or did her body language give up the fight? No, 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 no. In this case, she did nothing but stay on all fours. And <laughs> just look up at Vidal and thought like, please, Lord, don't let this monster come at me anymore. A little bit yeah. different. All yeah. fours. Never got up off all fours. She was done. Done. She all right. Done. That was it for all the fights. Um, and now we go on to the much anticipated moment of silence from Will. Yeah, moment of silence. Uh, we got uh, it, kind of a big one. We only lost fun fights on this card. There was no fights that got pulled off this card that I was like, eh, it doesn't really matter. Um, Jelson Almeida versus Maxim Grishin. Uh, Grishin pulled out. He was a late minute replacement, anyways, though. And he's fighting an absolute murderer. So I don't really blame him. I think it's the second time they've been paired up and he's pulled out now. So uh, it's kind of weird. Jelton Almeida has been faced off against Grishin twice now. Grishin has pulled out twice. So they're like, instead of that, we're going to... Uh, and the reason they got paired up is because Shamil uh, Abdurakhimov uh, was supposed to fight Jelton Almeida. He pulls out for the third time against Almeida. So they're like, oh, who's somebody else that has pulled out against Almeida? Let's pair them up. So then they pair him up. He pulls out. And then they're like, we're not going to remake that fight. Jalton's going to fight Shamil. And we'll see if that fight happens. Um, but then uh, Chase Sherman versus Parisian uh, fell through like what, day of? night The night before? Yep. yep. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Uh, just heavyweight swinging and banging. And then hey, uh, the big one, Bryce Mitchell versus uh, Evloev. Evloev had to pull out. Yeah, I was looking forward to seeing Bryce Mitchell in there again. Especially against Evelyn. What a fun matchup. That's a great yep. matchup. Uh, and then, like you said, even though it was only three, there's a lot of fun fights that we lost, right? Yeah. Uh, but that uh, created a little opportunity for others to bonus, where some of these might have bonused. Maybe. I don't know. Because they did performance of the so performance of the night, right? Uh Magni gets one for turning the tides against D-Rod and subbing him. Uh Bautista gets one for just completely outclassing Lopez. Uh Viana gets one for hopefully retiring Jinyu Fry. Uh Vidal gets one for her flying knee to the body knockout, which is awesome. Um no fight of the night. What about your boy Candelario and Hadley? That was clearly fight that, of the night. That was a pretty good fight. That At was least a pretty a bonus. good fight. Yeah. Like what the hell? At least, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me that Hadley didn't get it. Um, and not enough blood. I Dana guess. was sitting on the side saying, "Not enough blood." He Those tried. Elbows is, <laughs> Those elbows, elbows yeah, you definitely tried. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so that's it for uh, UFC Fight Night 2010, or whatever one we're on. Uh, 214. Uh, next two, week. Two, two, two. Next week, next we, week got we got Adesanya versus Bejeda. Uh why does the poster look like a, a promo for like a strip club? 
Uh, it reminded me of the old school 80s school pictures, you know, where like you have one, like your, your face right here, you're facing the camera and the other one's kind of like faded. Oh, in yeah, the background. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's exactly what it reminded me of. By the way, I have a poster like that just for one of my fantasy football teams. So I'll have to show nice. it to you after. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's what that reminds me of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 100%. It 100% reminds me of like, a, hey, come here for the meet and greet after party at the, the so-and-so club. All these fighters are going to be there. That's <laughs> just awesome. an awful post. see Social Lounge. Just See, awful. Whoever does them for a one, they have to hire that person. No, Ryzen. Ryzen has the best one. Ryzen. Ryzen's really good. The, be- mm. the comparison between the Bellator poster for the New Year's Eve event when it's Bellator versus Ryzen, and it's just like, it kind of, it's kind of like this. And you're like, what the hell? And then Ryzen's just like a samurai facing off against like a gladiator. And you're like, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, awesome. But uh, dude, this, this card is actually pretty stacked. So we have yeah, Izzy versus uh, Alex Pereira. Mm-hmm. Carlos Barza versus uh, Zhang Wei Li. I'm not going to pretend. Poirier. Look, Zhang Wei Li versus, versus uh, Carlos Barza. Are we pretending like this is going to be a good fight? I'm excited to see Zhang Wei Li back in there, man. 100%. But are we pretending like it's going to be a good fight? Are we? I don't pretending- know. I don't, I'm, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see Zhang Wei Li fight. Whenever she fights, I enjoy yeah. it. Hundred percent. I'm excited to see her fight, but what a matchup! Hey, don't take it away from Carlos Barza, the I'm Cookie Monster. To. What a matchup! <laughs> uh, Dustin Poirier versus uh, Michael Chandler. That's Frankie the matchup. Boy, Frankie Edgar versus Frankie Chris Edgar Gutierrez. retirement fight. Yeah, uh, Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelas. That's another That's good fun. one. Yeah, Puelas is uh, he's uh, legit. I hope people realize this might be a coming out party for him. How about your boy Brad Rydell's in this too? Brad Rydell versus Hanato Moicano. What a fun, fun City matchup kickboxing, that man, is. being represented in this card. Dominic Reyes is back. Back in action he against Ryan back. Spann. What a match. That's a, that's a sleeper right there. Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann, I don't think gets enough credit. That's a very fun matchup. And look, I respect the time off that Dom has taken, right, mm-hmm. to, to get healthy again, to be mentally prepared for another fight. A lot of props. I know a lot of people have forgotten just how good Dominic Reyes truly is, man. So I'm excited to see him uh, yeah. this upcoming week. Uh, we have Meatball Molly. Meatball Molly versus Aaron Blanchfield. Decent fight. Wellington Terman versus Petrosky. Not a big fan of Petrosky, if I'm being honest. I know. Not you're a not. huge fan. But Matt Frivola versus Ottman Azatar is Steam a Steamroller By the way, hey, his picture on Tapology, does he look like every James Bond villain in the world? I know, yeah. Like ever a... in every movie, James Bond villain, that's him. <laughs> hey, but but man, Matt Frivola, uh, H.O.B. Comer says, how many kings will there be left after UFC 281? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But Matt Frivola versus Ahmed Azatar, that is that is what people need to be focusing on the, on the prelims. That is the fight. Ahmed Azatar back after his weird potato gate at the at, – uh, remember that? He left the bubble during COVID, during like the peak yes. of COVID. They went over to Abu Dhabi. With like the mafia island. or something like that? Yeah, they smuggled in a suitcase or like a bag or something. They're like, what the fuck was in the bag? And they're like, it was potatoes. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what do you mean it was potatoes? Potato like, gate, man. They cut him from the UFC. He's got crazy mob ties, so he's back, obviously. But him versus Matt Favola is such a good matchup. I cannot wait for that fight. Uh, you have uh, Karolina Kovakevich versus uh, Silvana Juarez. That's not too bad either. You know why? Because it's good. Because both of them pretty much only have a, an overhand, and they're both going to swing at each other. 
Overhand, and overhand, it's gonna be overhand. amazing. Just back and forth. Uh, yeah. Mike Trezano, dude, I always enjoy watching Mike Trezano. Yeah, Sungwoo Choi, that's a good fight too. That's what I'm saying. Oberg uh, is on the card, dude. Okay, against Nick Montel Mirjani. Jackson, bro. What happened to Montel Jackson? Where's he been? I don't know, but I know where he's gonna be at UFC 281. He's he's legit, man. Montel Jackson's legit. That's a good card. I'm that's telling not you, man, a bad it's gonna card. be such good card all the way around. The only bad fight. The only two fights that don't really like do much for me are the Petrovsky versus Terman and, and uh, John Well, like I don't and know the Zhang Weili fight. Hater. It's just not an interesting matchup to me. I'm a Zhang I'm a truther, but it's just kind of a layup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'll it'll see. be cool She's to see working with Henry Cejudo, so we'll see. No, man. She, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it. Look, I'm excited to watch it because I want to see Zhang Weili perform, and she's going to have a showcase. That being said, it's just kind of like a non. Matchup. Carlos Sparza so definitely got gonna the belt, steamroll but... over Carlos Sparza. Yeah. Ooh. Do you think it's gonna be competitive? I don't know, man. I I I think we're gonna know in the first minute if Carlos we're gonna Sparza know is in able the first to take 10 seconds. <laughs> if she's able to take Zhang Wei Li down in the first minute, she won't. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to see it. This is why I'm excited. Uh, and then after the first minute, I'll tell you that. Okay. HOV Cover says the MMA gods demanded Carlos sacrifice and they shall get it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Let's not pretend like this is going to be a competitive fight. Like, it's just not, dude. Man, Cookie Monster. Come on, bro. With that nickname? I mean, she. uh, to be fair, she really did take charge and steamroll to get the belt. You know? She really earned that belt. Steamrolled everybody she fought. Look, let's go back and look at her uh, record. Uh, Rose Namajunas. Steamroller. Steamroller. Yeah. Uh Yan Shanon. A ground and pound Actually, crucifix. To, to be fair, to be fair, that was a very good win. That was a very good performance. Marina yeah. Rodriguez, steamroll to a split decision. <laughs> Michelle Watterson, steamroll to a split decision. Dude, I, mean, I am telling on. you, she's on fire right now. So go on. You're just hating. All right. Uh, that's all I got, man. Do you have yeah. anything else? Uh no. But yeah, all right. a fun, hey. that's a fun card. Shout out to Regen. Shout out to HOB Comer. Shout out Tony for joining us. It's always fun whenever y'all join and give us your input as well. Uh, that being said, if this is the first time anybody's tuning in, YouTube, right? Like, YouTube, subscribe. Definitely. Hit the <laughs> notification bell. Spotify, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, anywhere. Podcasts are found. And then social media. Yeah, it's at Story the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch, everywhere. Signed up for the beta for Blue Sky Social. We'll see if we get in before that goes live. It'd be nice. What is that? That's uh, Dorsey's new. There. Dorsey's the guy who created Twitter, and then he stepped down as CEO. They sold it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to make a new Twitter. So, Oh, dang. Signed right. up for the beta. We'll see if we get in. Nice, nice. And that's uh, nice to be the yeah, first MMA you... podcast on it. Oh, that'd be sick. And if uh, y'all end up uh, connecting with us in social media, it's always nice whenever you send any ideas as well, right? Like we had HOB Comer sending a couple different ideas of either things that we should talk about, post, uh, different uh, segments. So we really appreciate that. Well, we got to uh, give just, a shout out. It can't be said enough, HOB Comer. The way he, when he first found us, he left a comment saying, you guys need to do this better. Your intros suck. You got to do this better. You got to do this better. And we we're like, okay, cool. That's all really noted. good feedback. Very good yeah. feedback. <laughs> Thank so you. So we take all feedback. We take all yeah. feedback. And we try to do something with it. So greatly appreciate it. And uh, just so everybody knows, this podcast right here, this podcast is produced by Richard Bustos. 
Yeah, in case you were wondering. Was it, is that people booing or I couldn't tell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight.